This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So thank, thank you. you, everyone, for joining us. Um, and welcome you all to the Empowering Way podcast for women. And I'm delighted to have a former medical student here, Dr. Laura Lenahan from uh, the Med School and University of Limerick. Thank you, Laura. And Laura is a GP and clinical director of the Dr. Laura Clinic. She believes in optimal skin health for women at all stages of their lives, using a tailored combination of the right skin care. Her uh, unique approach is about making people younger, and I'm going to let you take us, take us through all that. She's a very diverse background, uh, which basically has led her to interest in health education, Instagram and aesthetics. And she has previously received an honours Bachelor of Commerce degree from the, the National University of Ireland in Galway, an honours Master's in Fashion Science uh, from Glasgow, and then went on to come to University of Limerick postgraduate and become a doctor. And then she went on to do the MSc GP and is, is a GP in Galway. And what I love about all that, Laura, is that you also um, had three children. And as yeah. you know, I always take the medical students aside and say, whatever you do, put the children, you know, have the children, don't believe in it too late. And everything else will happen as well, because all those women have to try and do that. But you rightfully did that. You, you had your three children and then you finished your, your, your studies. So well done. Do you want to? Do you want to tell me a little about that? Was that a tough time trying to juggle it all? It it sure was, Mary. God, it was looking back at it now. It's so funny because I'm about to turn 40 and my uncle very young Laura I can tell all our yes yes. (laughs) my my uncle said to me you know you're the same length of time from 60 as you are from 20 and it made me like really realize you know wow like it 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 freaked me out a little bit because it made me feel old all of a sudden that I was so close you know because 20 feels like yesterday right but yet you know I, I, I am, I'm finally able to say, I feel like I've accomplished so much in the last few years, you know, um, like it's, it's going to be 10 years since we graduated this year. So it's 10 years since I graduated medical school. So in the last, you know, four to have gone Let's back. That's making me old, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me feel old too, but like no, 14 we're still years, young. you know, 14 years since I went back and in that time, uh-huh you know, uh, got married, got engaged, two houses, had three kids, completed the, you know, the, the GP scheme, had three babies on the GP scheme, set up my own practice, have a successful Instagram. You know, there's lots has been going on and it's been, it's, it's busy. Uh, but what's <laughs> busy. lovely 
for people listening who might be struggling, Laura, is that you managed to achieve it. And I think, you know, you also come across as very, very real. And I know you to be very real, which is what people love about you. And, you know, you, the, the most important thing is it's hard to, it takes courage to have done a, a you know, a call and then decide, hang on, I'm changing track. And you did, you did master's in fashion, which is fantastic. And then you decide to do medicine. And as we all know, the postgraduate um, degree in the University of Limerick in medicine is off going. I mean, four years yeah. off going, I know it. And, and then you went on and, and you had your children, but you still managed to keep everything going as well. And that takes extraordinary courage and also great stress management. How did you cope with the stress? How did you do it? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Is I'm good at stress. I'm good at managing. I'm nearly like I'm, I am a type A personality. So I'm better with go, go, go rather than not. And I think that's why the last few years have, you know, been okay for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I'd be bored if I didn't have lots mm -hmm. to do. Um, I, I thrive on being busy. I thrive on doing stuff. And, you know, and I, I found it hard. I failed first year uh, in medical school. I, I didn't go in very much. I found it hard to leave my friends in Galway um and and I failed and, and that really gave me kind of a kick up the bum and I had to you know come back my summer trips were ruined come back and study and and kind of went on from there and that you know that made me realize okay, I have to work it's at very this. expensive in terms of this you know it is you, yeah you know, the expense you didn't of want to have to repeat a whole year yes yeah. so, right. I was like I have to pass but girl, yeah. it didn't affect your confidence because your confidence is fantastic. So well done. No, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I found like I, I found year one and two of medical school very difficult, like the real science side yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, very I am so much better with people. people. You know, I'm a people yeah. person. I like yeah. and I love dealing with patients. I just, you know, mm -hmm. love it, which I suppose is what led me to um, GP. You know, mm -hmm. that that was always mm -hmm. Um, what I wanted to do. Well, now I, I would have maybe been a dermatologist if I'd done medicine undergrad and had oh, been younger, mm. but I love dealing with patients and getting to know them and building um, that relationship oh. with them. You know, that real relationship that you get. Yes. Probably private medicine is somewhat similar as well. Yes, yes. But like in GP, you really get to know people and I love that. Fantastic. And this was the other thing that I, I was fascinated about, Laura, was the fact that you, you know, you got through that year of failure and you're so honest in admitting it and, and you didn't let it affect you. You just kept going and then and then you went on from there. And the other thing is that even though you love to be busy, have you done what your uncle says? And do you pause? Do you meditate? You know, do <laughs> no, you do any of that? No, I'm I'm 100 percent terrible at that, Mary. Okay. I'm actually really bad. And this year I'm trying to be better because I feel like I've put everything else um, as a priority up until now. So um, family, kids, having kids, getting the house in order the last 18 months to two years has really all been about setting up the business. So this year my priority is me um, and it really is the first time that I've done it and I struggle yeah. to do it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I put a post up on that the other day because I think there's so much pressure on women now in every aspect Absolutely. of their lives, right? Absolutely, to be yes. perfect. Yes. So yes. you even have to do self-care perfect. Yes. Like, do you know what? For me, it's just taking off my clothes at the end of a work day yes. and being comfortable. And maybe I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing. Uh -huh. And if that's my idea of self-care, then so be it. That's okay. You know, uh -huh. I, I don't think we have to subscribe to this 
perfect illusion that we do everything like everyone else says exactly. we, we have exactly. to, you know. Exactly. So, so I'm really, I'm trying. That's well, my priority yeah. this year. Yeah, is, is to you know, work on me more. Girls, you know, one of the things that annoys me, though, is that men are brought up empowered from the word go in society. You've heard me say this several times. Whereas women, unfortunately, I find it, it's always when they hit their 40s and their 50s, they suddenly start look inward because they have to, because they're getting tired. Whereas men have been doing that all of the time. So it's just one yeah. of those things that, that we have to get, get you, you know, to realise. Do the helicopter view of Laura and realise how wonderful she is. That's it. Do you know, so like I do um, through Instagram, I'm doing corporate talks and this and I'm working with a couple of clients this year. And I was doing research for a talk I spoke at the National Enterprise Women's Day and I was researching about stress and resilience and reading a lot about it and I learned a term emotional labor and I had never heard of this before and really it just kind of signified everything that women do so the pandemic as we know has obviously raised everyone's stress levels like you're an endocrinologist I think we're all we've all gone from our cortisol and adrenaline yeah. kind of pumping along here to like way up here now we're, we're operating on a new different level so I think our stress and anxiety levels for women in particular are, well, everyone, but women in particular are higher because now we have kids at home for such a long um, amount of time. So we're already doing all of our regular job. If you're a stay-at-home mom, that's your job. You've got all the housework that you do. You've got looking after the kids because they're not in school or whatever. And then you've got this thing called emotional labor, which is everything else, all the other shit. So all the constantly thinking reminding the kids need to bring a euro to school on friday what about that form did i fill it in who's thinking about what lunch they need tomorrow you know all of the me mm. like menial little yeah. Um, yeah. things that you have to think about the but, constant reminders and and i don't know about all men my husband certainly doesn't do any of that and so in for the majority it falls on women i suppose it's, it's um, up to us to pull back a little bit though and and let men do it and, and we don't yeah. do that because we feel the children might suffer but i suppose we have to think of ourselves like they do because yeah, yeah yeah as i always yeah. point out to the the parent or the woman you know if, if i you know we all see separated parents and you always see that even though the mother in those situations might have done the bulk of it that the children st still think just as much of the dad and i think it's an eye opener uh, to women to cop on a bit you know and, yeah, and so true yeah. yeah 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 but laura um so you went on to gp and you're a real communications person but you took this to a new level when you did instagram because you really feel strongly that doctors need to communicate better and yeah. also they need to be more open with their patients and explain things in plain language which is why you have such a following which is fantastic so do you want to tell yeah. us more about that yeah so i um i joined instagram uh god is it three years ago uh -huh. now this year maybe it's even four i've lost track and and, and at the time i didn't know of any other doctors on mm -hmm. instagram it was a new thing for me i think darren uh, was on instagram but i hadn't come across her and there was a couple in in the uk doing it but no one really in mm -hmm. ireland mm -hmm. and i was watching all of these other influencers giving information um without any expertise in the area yeah. and I had had my first baby, had I had a second baby I had, and um, I was, you know, meeting up with mums and they were talking about the fact that they were incontinent after their first oh. baby and thinking that this was normal because they never spoke about it. And I was like, whoa, you know, that's not normal. Oh. You shouldn't be incontinent, yes. at, you know, 30 after your first baby. What yes. on earth, you know? Oh. And I really realized that there was this massive gap in educating mm -hmm. women. Um, and so I said, I literally, uh, one week, Mary, I deleted all my social media, as in my personal ones. Mm -hmm. And the week later, 
after I set up my Dr. Laura GP and mm. it really grew and it grew, it grew quite fast in the beginning. Um, and people just love, like it was really, it was really informative and educational at the beginning. I think that's how most doctors start out. And then the more you're on there, more people want to see of you and your personality and your life. And so it kind of, it grew from there. And but Laura, as I said, where did you get the time? I mean, I do an Instagram, but <laughs> I tell you, and I do it for the same reasons as you, uh, purely because I was asked to do that. But my God, time-wise, you know, because I too have three it children takes a lot. park and full time. It, it does take a look. Where do you get the time to do it? How do you I do it like every evening, you know, I I think uh, there should be a Netflix um, category called scroll and watch, you know, that you can sit on your phone and scroll and, and do your work while you watch TV. And um, I spend a lot of time on my phone. I spend most of my evenings working, whether it's doing a Q&A or researching or somehow working on graphics or trying to do it because I do it all myself. And um, so I do. I spend a lot of time, but I think it's important to do it. I think it's important that people see you know, I said this to you when we spoke originally, I think for long enough, um, doctors have been held on a pedestal, you know, and there's been this idea that that doctors are kind of better than everyone else. And then patients are afraid to open up to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I get, I get hundreds of emails, uh, you know, every, from patients that are afraid to talk to their, you know, their GP or who whoever, because they don't want to disturb them or they feel that they won't understand. Mm -hmm. But they like me because they think that I'm real and honest and will appreciate it. Yeah. But like every other doctor has gone through thing as well you know we're just the same it's exactly you know, so that that's a big thing is to open up that conversation brilliant. as well you brilliant know? yeah absolutely and it's suppose the, the big thing and I've always said it is communication skills I think for doctors have to be improved I've, I've said that constantly in the medical school I say to all my medical students because I think if people can you know they won't they won't take what you prescribe unless they understand why they take it so you've got to be absolutely. a communicator and you're not going to get the diagnosis properly unless they trust you enough to, to actually feel that you you know you're listening to them and listening is absolutely. a big part of communication as well isn't it so that, yeah, absolutely and, and like simple uh, simple language and not oh, in a yeah. condescending exactly. way just in a real like this is what it's like exactly. for me this is how it feels if it's like this then this is this it's interesting Mary you know because my you know we we in medicine all we want to do right is build a nice doctor patient relationship yeah and my Instagram I I think it's completely new to me, but it's afforded me an amazing relationship with my patients. All of my patients come through my Instagram. They come and see me on the first day, either online or in clinic, and they feel like they know me. They trust me implicitly. And um, it's really a beautiful. I love my job and I love my patients. They all know that. Um, and it's it's this whole new model. Like, it's amazing. It, it's one of the most amazing things to have someone come and know that you're not trying to trick them that you're listening to them honestly that you've probably gone through something similar to them recently because because they know what I go through they know my ups and downs and um, it's a really beautiful a, a really nice way yeah. to work you but know? you're very honest and it takes a lot of courage to be so honest Laura I'm really impressed with the way you told us all of dear most people people wouldn't be honest and and you you have the, you have the no but you have the self I just I don't get the point in, to, in not yeah, doing this you know that's very admirable it's a gift it's a gift yeah but years of and like don't get me wrong Mary there's always going to be people that are not going to like that and are, are going to hit you know not like me for yeah. that or going to give out about that but you don't care don't um, you no not thing. at all good, no good, don't good care guard. anymore that's let them exactly say whatever what because yeah. that's that's their issue that's their you know problem. not mine exactly I am exactly so happy and but it takes a while to get there as it well, does. right? That that 
you know, I had that conversation with a friend of mine today and, and that does that. Mm. It takes time to get to that stage in life. Totally, as well. totally. And one of the things, Laura, that frustrates me terribly is that we've been doing loads to empower women. But, you know, we're getting there. We got there with the menopause there last year. I was on Joe Duffy's show. You've done a huge amount of work on it as well. But the only thing is that you just feel like, why is it that we're still struggling? You know, it annoys me when mm. I have teenagers coming into me with hormonal problems and I I see that they're lacking confidence I mean I had a 19 year old girl who's a diabetic in pregnancy there in recently and she had a child and she didn't even know the father of the child but she'd given the the child the father's surname and I said to her oh my god like why did you feel the need to do that and surely so that just shows that we're not the next generation are not actually higher in self-esteem. And of course, how would they be? Because society really hasn't changed. It's improved a little bit, but it's not really empowering women the way it should. Maternity care isn't good enough either. We see women, you know, not being due to understaffing, which if men were having babies, it wouldn't be tolerated. You know, there's so many things, the list goes on, but it just, it is frustrating, isn't it? It is, yeah. I think women are just, yeah, they're just not considered in society and there's so much hullabaloo yeah. about it you know yes. there's so much talk about it and there's so much about gender equality mm. and uh, and all of this which is amazing yeah. but there isn't real life action oh. happening and like I, the other side of it is I think Instagram doesn't help because um you know women are degraded on that all the time and we we see these perfect pictures of people oh. who we think need to be like and I don't think that helps no. anyone either so there are lots of yeah. things that need to change but women need to learn you know it's okay to stand up for yourself okay. it's okay to say no it's okay, okay to ask questions oh. to to want to know why you're doing something or why you're not doing something exactly, exactly. and to have a voice and you know to it's great to have a voice your surname after carrying them for nine months as well laura you'd be amazed the amount of women i'm sure you get the same that say like they want to keep, keep put the surname on the child and the husband objects it's incredible you know after the, and women sort of compromise all the time we need to there's so much we have to change you know even with yeah. you hear me forever talking about women in sport and they do so much and yes get them mentioned on the tv is just you know and it, it's coming but it's why is it so slow it's just it's, yeah it's funny, isn't it? It's it's a hard thing to change society, though, yes, isn't it? And, it is, and yeah. even in, in in the wake, you know, of um, Ashling, you know, yes, you know, yeah. and, and you know, everyone's talking about change, but God, like that's a hard thing to do as well, you know, because yeah, it is. It's but but it can happen thing. with public opinion. It it actually can happen, and it's, mm. it's we we have to get women to actually believe that they are equal. Laura, and the more that, that you educate women, the better. Because once women are empowered, they will talk. Like, for example, public opinion after Ashling's uh, funeral masses out. And, you know, there was yeah. a huge swell. And we got the government, oh, you know, the amount of politicians that went to the funeral. That is because of the of the huge public interest. Um, yeah. You know, it was the real reason. So I think if, if people can take from that, that, you know, women need to start voicing, just as we did with menopause on the Joe Duffy show, the whole week was put over to menopause because so many women were ringing in. But Which I mean, great, menopause has it? been there. Absolutely. But menopause has been there for generations, as we know. So why I mean, that, now? You know, know? It's so bizarre, isn't it? Because woman yeah. goes through it. And again, yeah. I'm going to be talking about it in my talks. You know, yeah. every woman goes through it. Yeah. So everyone is affected because it's not just the woman. It's the, it's the partner or the family. You know, everyone is affected it's by it. Yeah. And, I just I think it's so weird, uh, you know, that we don't talk about or that we don't oh. talk about urinary incontinence or hemorrhoids 
traumas or heavy periods or use the word vagina or vulva yeah. or you know checking our breasts That's like these it, are yeah. normal normal okay. things to talk about Laura, it is. It is. It is. It's getting better. Yeah. But I suppose, you know, women hid the pampers, you know, coming out of the shop only 20 years ago. So we've come a long way. But I suppose, but you know, by you talking, me talking, Darren talking, all that's helping. But we we need to do it a lot more. And I think women need to realize they have a voice and they need to do a lot more self-care as well, particularly when they've young children and give themselves time. Isn't isn't that the key, really? That's so true as well, right? Because I mean, I'm great at giving advice. You can own you can't give from an empty cup. have to look after yourself you know and and like I I see that in myself when I am stressed when I don't do enough for myself Mm -hmm. I take it out on the kids and and nobody wants I don't want to be that mother you know nobody wants to be that person and I'm like okay you need to go for a walk you need to look after yourself and that allows you to be a better more person than forward as well absolutely and when you look at your family Laura do you see yourself like what is the drive what gives you the drive because you're fiercely determined what gives you that big drive or you know um do you have a do you have a, a brother who is um you know similarly driven but but looks after himself more why is it that you're really driven but it's interesting isn't it my brother yeah. is similarly driven but does is much better at looking yeah. himself yeah um yeah i don't know my dad was always very driven um growing up and i i think it's just that i'm i'm determined so when i get an idea in my head i need to complete it so now i want to have like um, a successful clinic and that and that's what I'm working towards I want to be able to provide you know a good life for my family I want to be able to you know help my parents out if they need it. I want to be able to travel I want my girls to experience everything that I did I had a you know great upbringing my parents were fantastic and, and I got to experience so much and I, and I want to be able to give um give back that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Good. Girl, it's lovely to see you're so appreciative and not everybody is, Laura, so that's yeah. lovely. So, Laura, your GP practice then, you love it. You love communicating. You love educating. And yeah. Instagram is all about educating, really. You know, that that's why you did it. And you, you're, yeah. you, the amount of time you're putting into it is just incredible. So, well done. And you're all in that. I, I see you cover women's health and pediatrics. And what's this? You have a huge interest in dermatology. What about yeah. that? I don't know. Um, I've always loved it. So in medical school, everything I did extra was all skin. Uh, I spent all my uh, placements with Bart Ramsey in Limerick. I did uh, derm here in Galway, plastics before I'd even started to see about the skin side of things. Um, When I was in medical school, I got into kind of skin care and I started researching and learning. I was always like a complete sucker for marketing. You know, I like a a good package and I'd buy something and it would really frustrate me. And I'd be like, but this says it has retinol in it and it should do this. And why isn't it doing it? So that that brought me down the ingredients route and I fell down a kind of... I spent a lot of time in medical school probably doing reading on skincare when I should have been reading on other things. Um, But I kind of just, I fell in love with it. I love skin. I just love how interesting it is. And I love that now, so say in medical school, we know we learned all about the inflammatory cascade and all of this. And I hated that, the biocide, like that kind of side of things was not for me at all. But now I'm like, I want to stimulate the inflammatory cascade from a skin rejuvenation point of view. And I want to know that, this interleukin does this but it doesn't do this and you know uh platelet derived growth factor is a good one for skin yes, rejuvenation yes. versus you know whatever isn't um 
and it kind of grew from there. So all my time was spent in Derm as much as I could. And um, GP is obviously heavily uh, Derm related, yeah. skin related. And over time, then over the past few years, I've just been doing a lot on the cosmetic and aesthetic side. So training with brands and all the like um, educational things that I go to, they're all Derm related uh, conferences and everything. And just fell in love. And literally on Instagram, it just came from me sharing my love for it, my mm daily routine and it grew from there people love it because i simplify it yes um yeah. you know there's no hard sell this yeah, is but, but you see, it's all backed by science but the simplifying takes a lot of time laura to produce the simplification you thought into it and um that's yeah. great credit to you you make it look very easy but you put a lot of thought preparation into how you put it across you. as well so well Try. done <laughs> that's excellent but, you, but you're loving the skincare are you I am do you know what I absolutely love my job I see a ton of medical so I see a ton of acne oh. uh, a little bit of eczema psoriasis not not half as acne and rosacea are kind of my bread and butter alongside um general aging or pigmentation concerns and oh. um, and like not to to blow my own trumpet but like we get re, I get good results the mixture of medicine and cosmetics really works and um, and I have people you know that have spent thousands of euros on skincare and and you know supplements and no one has ever just said what about if we just go and get like you know see a doctor for your acne because it's a medical thing you know or your rosacea um and when you combine, you know, and lots that have done the creams and the creams themselves don't work, think about skin and keeping your skin healthy and using ingredients that can do that, your skin barriers and rosacea patients, the, the, the result is amazing. Absolutely. It really is looking at the holistic approach to medicine, isn't it? Because, yeah, you know, and, and it's only right that a doctor should really be able to prescribe a cream, you know, because you understand the ingredients and I suppose doctors should have been doing that all along, really, when you think about it. You Absolutely. Know? But like, there's no time, you know, there isn't yeah. time and people yeah. come to me and they're frustrated, you know, but that's not part of medical school. And, you know, like in medical school, we're always taught like, you know, see it, do it, teach okay. it, right? Okay. So you're, okay. you're, you're on your own. Okay. You gotta okay. go. So a lot of my stuff is self-taught, you sure. know, because it's not taught to GPs, yeah. the, cos the cosmetic side, you know, um, it's my passion. And did you self-taught or did you myself. do courses, Laura, on it? Or... I've done a mix of both. So a lot of it is self-taught and then I've trained with a lot of different brands. I actually started a master's this year, but it was too much work. It had to go. So that was one sure. of the first things yeah. to go. Um, but I don't I've done to like... prove yourself, Laura. So I don't want to see you doing a master's. Yeah. I keep <laughs> doing it. When they come in and tell me doing their doing master's, honestly, you don't have to prove yourself. I know. Yourself. And that, it's funny because... But you don't have to prove yourself. That, and that, but that's it. That's the reason to do a master's. And a, a lot of people in the field that I work in on the aesthetic side of things, they're not qualified as a GP. So they hmm. don't have a specialist registration. And so yes. they all do master's then so that they have kind of something. Yeah, but, um, but, I was like, but I actually have all the, the background. Yeah. I don't need exactly. to do it. So that, so I didn't. Exactly. So, I, so I pulled back. I was like, like that. You know, now I do want to learn and I love learning and I'm always reading and there's two medical books on my bedside table and I'm reading all the time. Um, but yeah, you're right. You know, you don't have to prove yourself and get and get a master's, but yeah, you do yeah. you do want to stay up to date. Um, but actually, I found that the master's wasn't keeping me up to date. It was mm. just making me read Absolutely. that I didn't want to read. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I you know. So that's good. Um, I'm and that's the great, great that. purity and self confidence that you were able to call it and and call it in time because too many people try to do it all and then they burn and I see them all with and I, I exactly yeah, yeah, yeah I would have burned I would have yeah, burned yeah, like absolutely, absolutely. so I'm glad I, I didn't 
Yeah. And obviously there's the business side of you which comes in because you did a, you did a business degree. So it's always tells you that education never goes to waste because you've partnered with a lot of wellness brands, health and wellness brands like the Water Wipes and the Elastoplast and Bioderm and Mildred, haven't you? You've you've yeah. done that. So the real business side. So is it, is Instagram making you money as well? That's fantastic, Laura. Are it you, does. Yeah. Yeah, so I do a bit of advertising, not a massive amount, but I also do a lot of work on the side. Um, so like as an expert for different companies, and I've got a good few partnerships coming up this year, which I'm really excited about. Um, mm. And yeah, so there's... there's. And did you get nothing, advice nothing. on that or did you just do all that buyers, you know? No, just bears. did it, yeah. Yeah, well I always, like my dad would have always been, you know, had his own kind of different businesses Well, as we got older in life and it always intrigued me. I think that's why... GP was um, attractive to me initially because I could have my own business. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do like that side of it. Um, mm -hmm. The Instagram is a minefield and it's so hard to know what to do, but I have a fantastic support network of other doctors on Instagram and other healthcare professionals. And we all kind of help each other to maneuver that space because it's such a new space yeah. and to make sure that we're not getting uh screwed over because <laughs> brands like to do that and advertising agencies like to do that mm -hmm. um so it's really nice to have that support and that support network um but yeah and, and again I love that Mary it's so interesting you know more than your kind of empowering conferences that you oh. did and I remember that oh. one that you did in UL and um, you know it's nice to to have kind of a varied role and to do different things it keeps okay. you on your toes and it keeps okay. your you know it keeps you fresh and new and, and constantly kind of thinking which I love totally. totally and always I feel I have a prepare a lecture you have to do a corporate thing uh, you you have to think and you have to read and you have to research and it makes you do it doesn't it yeah so absolutely and as you said, it's lovely to have, it takes, you know, it's lovely to have a variety of things to do. It is yeah. lovely. You know, it's actually empowering to the self to do a variety of things, isn't it? Because yeah. all those buzzes get your adrenaline going and that's good for you, you know? So, so yeah, yeah, it's really good. But I'd say the whole um, doing the corporate thing is nice too, because you, you have the business background. So you're, you're, you're well, you know, you're, you really are well versed to be able to give the advice, you know, if you're going into, so how, what do you do? You go in and you give, um, it, it's sort of to a drug company, you go in and give advice, is it as to? Yeah, so I'm, I'm working with kind of a, um, health insurance company this year, um, good. to give talks for them to their patient, to their oh, kind good. of uh, different groups. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a variety of different kind of companies over the year. Okay. And again, it'll all be around stress, resilience, you know, managing yourself, skincare, menopause, all those kind of things. So just and helping agnostic. people. Yeah, simple, achievable steps, you know. It's all about education. All education. Yeah. I firmly believe that uh, we wouldn't have had this talk about menopause, only that we were talking menopause for the last six years. And I started six years ago doing, for, you know, seminars on it. And I think if you don't, if we didn't educate the public, we wouldn't have had that interest or that people feeling the confidence to come out and talk, Laura. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, the more yeah. they know, the, the you know, the more... Or easier it is for them to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. And one of the things I, I think that is great, uh, Laura, that you're doing on Instagram and you can you can definitely do it is, but what I feel really annoyed about is, you know, we spoke about it, the incontinence and sort of women take so much, you know, they, they have babies, but they don't question enough. 
You know, yeah. for example, I had a woman in there yesterday and she had, a, you know, a ridiculously long labour and she was a young woman, but she she sort of, I said, to her, did you not a question? Could you not have been induced or she didn't get any pain relief and she didn't question. And I think women, and she was an educated woman, you, you know, I think women just are afraid to question because they sort of feel that I'm, I'm you know, they'll think that they mightn't. They might think I'm not grateful enough or whatever. They, they just are not empowered enough. Whereas I, I know a man in the same position, they would Ask. absolutely, yeah, insist it, on pain control, insist on proper care. Those, and, yeah. yeah, it's those positions of power though as well, right? So they don't want yes. to question the person yeah. either because they yeah. they're above them and they know. And mm. uh, that's one piece of advice I always give women, you know, Think about your pelvic floor. You don't want to be pushing for too long. Don't be afraid to ask, you know. Absolutely. Uh, but like then you see, they don't know that that's not normal. So yeah. if, if they don't know that, so that, that's where that's where educating people Education comes in. So if you in. know and, you know, to ask, then then you will ask. You know? Absolutely. And I, I think that's what people get from my page a lot. I know that, you know, oh, very that, good, that, yeah. that's Absolutely. what they like and, and that's what they love, you know. Absolutely. Um, and also, Laura, if you've got a big baby and don't be afraid to ask for the section and this thing, Absolutely. you are about this, that this too posh to push annoys me because, mm. like, you know, if you have a huge baby, the last thing you want is a tear. Never mind, yeah. you want the baby to be safe as well, but you yeah. don't want a tear that's going to come across, you know, causing constants with down yeah. the road and cause huge problems. So th there's all that, isn't there? Yeah, that, that, absolutely. That, that really is. So what's to, Laurie, it's so interesting talking to you. So what do you hope to achieve? You have so many irons on the fire. I'm just wondering, <laughs> where are you going to be in five years' time? So what objectives for the next five years or what? Do you know what? I recently just got accepted onto um, going for growth. Um, it is, uh, is it KPMG? Isn't that terrible? Um, so it's a, a thing for entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, actually, uh, Mary, right, right up your street, um, run by... Um, in association with oh my god I want to see KPMG and I'll be terrible if I say KPMG and it's not but um and of course it won't say on any of the emails now <laughs> KPMG it is Enterprise Ireland and KPMG so um on Monday I'm headed to Dublin and uh, Una Hagen who sponsors oh, your podcast yes. is going is going to be my kind Thank of mentor because she's amazing Una yeah. I just Una's fab and so I chatted to Una about it and I got accepted onto her panel so um as of Monday I will be planning my five-year goals I had to put some in and I I don't know I I know I have big ideas but I I need to kind of plan it down I I want to grow my clinic but I don't want to grow it too big because I absolutely love what I offer if that makes sense yes, and yes. I like the personalized service I like that they get to see me um, and so you're so, going on the panel for what what, what exactly will you be so for? it's it's like a thing to help you grow um your business um and so it's supporting just women in business oh, so brilliant. there's a group of maybe a hundred women that have been chosen alongside all women entrepreneurs that have done it in the past so Una, uh, included um, and it's really just a kind of six-month thing to to help you um grow your business and work out where to go so I'm learning on it I'm like oh, the men okay. 
the mentee as opposed to the mentor. Wow. Uh, so that's going to help me plan my goals, Mary. So sure. come back to me in six months and I will have them all planned out. Well done, well done. So skincare, <laughs> you love the GP, obviously the three children. Um, and then you have three little girls, isn't it, Laura? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, we'll fit some time in for hubby there as well. But the Absolutely. most important thing, Laura, is yourself. You are going to have, you know, this is going to be your year for yourself, isn't yeah. it? You yeah, finally done the me. helicopter view on Laura and realised how wonderful she is and seen all her gifts and you've learned to say no and you're able to do, put the boundaries there in place, aren't you, Laura? Absolutely. I booked my, my 40th birthday uh, present to myself is a... Uh, uh, 12 nights in Mexico all inclusive oh, so I'm going in six weeks that's that's step one inclusive oh beautiful oh, yeah I can't beautiful. wait now I have to say that'll yeah. be lovely that'll be absolutely fabulous but so that's fantastic and obviously Instagram then you'll hope to grow it even more Laura or where do I you do yeah point? I do want to grow it more Mary yeah. thousand followers or something haven't you well I know six, 60,000 oh, well it's huge anyway. yesterday yeah yeah um yeah look I'm not in Instagram I'm not on it for numbers or anything like no. that or engagement I'm there to do what I want I know everyone says that but honestly it's so true if I was there for numbers, I'd be doing reels all the time. And I just, I don't yes. have the time to do that. Yes. Yes. But I wanted to grow in the sense that I want to try and help more people as much as I can. Um, so yeah, it would be great that it would grow and that we'd get more people in and, and, and help them. And I just, I love what I have on there, this beautiful community of like-minded people yeah. that are like me. You know, it's all women my age, um, younger, a little bit older. And we're all in similar situations. So that's a really nice place to be. Which is lovely. And the lovely thing is that you're giving back. I think for all of us, you know, uh, what, what you love, if you if you were to do a little eclipse of your life and look back, you know, at when we're all 96 looking back at our lives, the one thing we love is that we've actually helped people along yeah. the way. Because just yeah. because we're strong mentally, other people aren't. And you'd love to think you'd be carrying them and, you know, I'm sure you get the same when I do a video on Instagram, Laura, people come back and they sort of say, oh, God, thank you very much. I, I, that, I really needed that. And, yeah. you know, and it probably took just me five minutes, but it meant so much to, to those people. So I think that's that's a really good thing. And I think that's one yeah. of the reasons we both went into medicine was was to help people, wasn't it? So Absolutely. I think that's yeah. a real, and it's sort of a way of getting to people that you can't get to everyone, but at least they can watch you on, on that. And, and, and that's a but good it, thing. It, yeah, it allows you to get to so many more, Mary. Isn't that yes. a great thing? With that's it, a brilliant you know? thing, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, as you said, they see us as a real person, which is very important because communication, we want... Uh, to empower women and the only way we can do that is to let them see us as in real lives and uh, to educate them as well so it's fantastic yeah. Laura you're brilliant I'm just fascinated <laughs> that you went through University of Limerick and, and oh that's just fantastic I, 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 you're an incredible you're an incredible girl I'm very proud of you Thank I'm you. very, very, very proud of you. And no, I'm very proud of you. And I just want you to keep empowering women. That, that's what we're doing here tonight. We're empowering women. I just want you to keep doing that. I want you to love yourself because you have to love yourself, as you said. You, you have to do that. And then just uh, keep growing that skin clinic and delight you're loving the GP and keep, um, you know, putting the woman's foot forward. And it's lovely to see women doing well. So well done, Laura. I'm thrilled. Thank you. I'm Thanks absolutely, no, I'm <laughs> delighted. Absolutely delighted. And thank you for joining us. Thanks for Uno O'Hagan as well for um, covering the production costs of, the, of this. And thanks to Shane from Collaborative Studios. Thank you very much for joining us. Take care. Thank you. You're so welcome, Laura. <laughs>